Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. It's me, Emma Wilman, with... A flustered Matteo Lane. That's his new name. He's changed it legally, folks. I identify as flustered. I'm me too. too so I'm I. too busy. I get it. And I've, Are you every, everything's starting to really piss me off. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say everything's starting to really pick up. No, um, I'm I'm good, but it's just like I'm like I came in today with a bad attitude. I get it. Sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. For me, literally, because I think I have problems with um, direction and sensory ex- stuff. But anyway, so um, you're after a little loud, <laughs> am I? No, no, your microphone's too hot. Yeah, starting to break in my. Okay, ear. here, how's that? Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Um, so the last episode, last time we were in, we ended it with the little dance number, mm-hmm. which was so fun. I don't remember dancing at all. You twerked. I can't twerk. Yes, you did. You went my neck, my back, my Pussy and my, and my crack. crack. Yeah, you did. You twerk, 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 twerk. Rebecca said, "Get off the table, Mateo." Okay. But no, you didn't. You don't remember us dancing oh, I think at I the end. I remember us talking about not being able to dance at weddings. Right, and then we danced at the end, and it was really fun. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I need to dance more. It was really, it was really I fun. Do. I'm going to Italy next week, which I need. I, oh, great. I, I wake up at about 7 and from 9 to about 12 a.m., my day is packed. Tell me this. And it's, I'm not sleeping What well. time do you go to bed? I go to bed when I can, so I probably finish the day like around 11, 12, something like that, and then okay. I, go, I go to sleep. How do you um, make yourself get up at 7? Because I was supposed to do that this morning, my and I did go, not. My alarm goes off. And so I does mine. Out yeah, I just get out of bed. Shit. I mean, I don't like it. But I'm like, I get out of bed. I have my routine, blah, blah, blah. But I'm at my, I'm at, what is it? My wit's end or wick's end? Wit. Wit. I'm at the end. Like, if I, I don't get, actually, if I don't get on a too, plane but... this week and go to Italy next week and have nothing to do, I will <laughs> kill someone. I How long like. are you going to be in Italy for? Two weeks. Great. Oh, that's so Thank nice. God. That's so, so, so nice. I know. I came, <laughs> sorry, Rebecca. I came in with a real attitude. Rebecca is our imaginary friend. No, we, no, uh, she's we have a representative. She's great. She, yeah. She's holding this show together. It's yes. also so hot in here. It is pretty hot. It is about a thousand degrees. Oh, that reminds me of another a story. But it's not a, it's not, it's not a top story to tell you of the, ca- in the catch up, of the things to catch up on. It's not like, not top of the set list, you know, but did remind me of one. Do you want to get off your chest now? No, I'll, I'll save it. Are you sure? It's it's fine. Is it's, it sad? No, is it's it? just it's just okay. I got a, I got better ones. Well, do you want to start with a better one? Oh, I gotta no. get out of this bad attitude. So you gotta you gotta okay. fix me. All right. Do you? This, so this is an ADD <laughs> thing I've learned about. Sometimes when you have like stories, next. I'm kidding. Can yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the sto- like if I have like if I don't do like a set list. By the way, stuff, it's so hot. In it here. is okay. I'll tell the hot. Well, no. Okay. I will. Uh, how are you in a sweater? I don't know. I'm crazy. How are you in a sweater? Hold on. I'll is take it that, that shirt cold off. outside that we're no? Okay. I thought it was hot today. So, I'm taking my sweatshirt off. I didn't want to because I haven't been... Um, I was stripping. Right now, I'm working on healing my relationship with food instead of working on fitness. What, where did you get, learn that from? What does that mean? Um, a new healing wonderful podcast that um, I saw Nikki Glaser. It popped up in my Facebook feed. It's called Brain Over Binge. And but healing? Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what's going on. So, when I... Skin looks good, by the way. Thank you. Food is definitely <laughs> the first like drug that I ever used to like as a coping mechanism as a kid, mm-hmm. and then I kind of like moved away from it over the years. And then when I stopped drinking, I noticed like definitely using food, not like I did when I was a kid, where ki- kid it was like all out binge. But then I, I just was like being like just using it as like a com- very 
comfort mechanism. And that was when I gained like probably like 30 pounds at the beginning of the pandemic. Then I got the nutrition. Did you really gain them? I mean, you know, because I really we didn't did. see each other. I know. Because when I saw you, you were svelte. Then I was you in the best shape tiny, of my life. Like, like yeah. ripped and. Then I got in the absolute Which best. Which is still in great shape. I, I was in the best shape of my life after, I think, and it probably took like eight months. Like, it well, I remember you talking, like, you couldn't stop talking about protein. Totally. It was like a protein. I <laughs> so still actually, <laughs> I talk about it just as much now. You had a protein kick for a minute. No, but it was I'm like, still on it. you were like, I'm getting this much protein, that much protein, and this, and then there was like a peanut butter protein that you accidentally yeah. ate too much of. Every day for seven No, it was a peanut butter powder. Yeah, PB2, which actually. Is it protein powder? Well, don't you want me to get me started on this? PB2 Fit is a does have a good amount of protein, but it has also has a lot of chemicals. So if you're going to eat protein, if you're going to eat peanut butter powder, you want to get something. You want to get it just just fucking peanuts. Okay. Naked. It's called naked. Is the good one. Okay. Yeah. God, you know so many things. Well, I've been. What I did when I was getting went through the protein kick was I realized I didn't realize how many chemicals I was consuming because such of that so many of those powders have yeah, tons of fake sugar. My protein intake is like egg whites, eggs, chicken, egg whites. And- and turkey and yogurt. I, I rarely had like I had a protein bar today because it was like I I might not be able to eat while we're filming, so I brought my meal just in How case. How much protein you get a day? One hundred and fifty grams. More than that. I mean, let's see, forty five. What's forty five times four? Oh God, Rebecca, do you know math? Okay, I'll do it. Wait, one eighty. Oh my God, what if you're right? Let's see. So someone at home who's a so I was eating. I was eating one one eighty. That's look good. at you. So I have about that much a day. So you could probably, depending on like what you're trying to do, like one eighty to even probably like two twenty if you wanted. But like one eighty seems like, like a lot. You don't that's want a lot. That, much that would protein. only be if you're really like bulking. Yeah, it's a lot on your kidneys. Gut. But I um I was having like 160 when I was really like putting on that's muscle. A, that's a lot though. It was for a someone lot. Is, is of your size. It was a lot. But that's when I was like, le- that's when I was like following it and was working with a coach. But it was, I couldn't keep up with it. So I noticed then when I stopped keeping up with it, I started getting like out of shape. And then I was like, oh, I want to correct this. So then I would do like, there was like two or three months where I was trying to do like pretty like extreme cut, but it w- doesn't work. So then I would overeat at night and then I got in this bad cycle. So now I'm like, fuck this. I need to just focus on like mindful eating, heal my relationship with food, like eat when I'm hungry, not think about trying to lose weight or gain muscle or manipulate my body in any way. Once I get that all, you know, because when you're trying to do that stuff, so much of your time is consumed with thinking about food. Right. So I was like, I need to just get back to kind of intuitive eating. I'm not even, you know, what would be easiest for you right now. You know, what would be easiest for you is honestly have someone, a nutritionist, make your meals, like have someone order them to you. So yeah, you, so you don't have to think. You wake up. I can only eat these four meals a day. So I'll start with this meal, and then at this time I have this meal, and then that way you've taken the load off of yes. you having to come up with what Except you're going to eat. Then sometimes it feels a little like restrictive. Like whenever I put too many rules it on is. it, yeah. And that, but, it, but it's this restrictive in a way that it's saying, like, the problem is solved. Yes. I Because you're saying your day is consumed by thinking of food, right? Even if I'm doing that, it was too, though, because then I was like, I have to do this. And then if I, like, But were go, you cooking it? No. I did a meal. I did a really good meal. I've done a few different meal services. And that is what I'm going to do once I kind of get to the point where I'm not trying to be too – I don't trust myself to be – 
like when I was doing that, I was like, ooh, it's so that it makes it so easy to calculate. I w- think I wasn't eating enough calories and then right. I would overeat. But right. that's the best that is the best way to do it when you're trying when you have a good relationship. Have you ever walked into a yogurt shop, like a mom and pop yogurt shop, and, and then saw sugar free and then put it on your Instagram and <laughs> told them that they were psychotic and then barely apologize when you destroyed this mom and pop shop <laughs> and Demi people Lovato. who have diabetes who can't have sugar and you took it as a personal <laughs> offense against you and you thought that the whole world outside of your house had to be curated towards your liking and then you Has start doing a reality show about ghosts even yeah. though they're a supremely talented singer and it's like hey you've got other talents <laughs> there's lots of fucking people that can do ghost hunting not many people can sing Why they sang they sang to a ghost did they? And they yes they sang to a ghost to heal the ghost and then they were in a desert and there's a bunch of like gay friends around me like you like saved that ghost <laughs> What's going on with Demi Lovato? Does she have a lot of gay guys around her? They. They. I believe they are non-binary. Okay. And they. That goes into your joke about whenever there's a bunch of gay men around you applauding you too much. I love that joke. Yes, it means trouble's a brewin. It's one of my favorite Trouble's a brewin. Rebecca, have you ever been out and like a bunch of gay men suddenly start appearing all around you? You're like, they seem to be my friend. If it's at yeah. a if it's between the hours of midnight and four a.m., there's a problem. I got read for filth. Everyone's like, I was a misogynist pig, and I was like, yeah. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm like, Wait, what, sometimes what there's just <laughs> 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 if you're at a gay bar and someone's a mess, we're gonna show up. But was, and it's misogynist because I said white drunk women who would like if you're drunk and you're and it's four a.m. and all of a sudden the gays show up around you like yes queen yes right. it's a bad sign right. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting that that's mis- I'm trying to read the misogyny in it because that, it's women. like it's like uh, gay men who attack women and stuff like that. And, but also, there's not denying truth. Like if someone's a complete hot mess and they're at a bar sure. and there's a bunch of gay men around, we're gonna pop popcorn. If it's yeah, if they're like not if they're hurting themselves, right? Totally. There's a difference. I agree with that, hundred percent. But anyways, Demi Lovato's insane. I really wanted to to, to what's a soliloquy? Solidify. So no, soliloquy. What's soliloquy? This and I don't know if that's the right word. Not, Into Demi I've Lovato. Never heard that but, word. Before. But that's good that you're doing that with food. I mean, I think it's. A, have you ever thought? I mean, I'm sure you have. Um, about having like a therapist for food absolutely so i actually um i used our so better help which is a sponsor for the podcast better was, help yes i was looking are they still our sponsor upcoming upcoming yeah. maybe so i was because i my i was like trying to find one that was a little bit more flexible schedule wise even though it's like what there's nothing more important than your mental physical and spiritual health but it's like i do a 12 step program like there's only so much self-help i can well you're doing a lot of self-help yeah. i mean there's a you're going to meetings right. and you're there's food and so like you know so sometimes you have to relax i mean right. sometimes, you, sometimes you have to if be you try to change too many things at once you don't know what the different variables right. are you and know? also too like you can't be too hard on yourself like give Absolutely. yourself a break like you know you've done a great job you look amazing you work really hard at it like you're conscious about like what you need to do to better yourself it's okay and this podcast brain over binge has is, not our podcast no, <laughs> We should only be promoting our podcast. Brain Over Binge is is very has been probably the most helpful because it's just talking about like brain patterns Mm -hmm. and and that has been the most helpful in terms of because it's kind of like a it's a habit that you develop to like deal with stress that is triggered by especially it makes your set you're queuing it up to do a binge eating thing if 
you're really restrictive. So now it's just like trying to be like, don't be too restrictive and eat when you're hungry and be mindful of it. Does that also give you anxiety? It's like, uh oh, don't now too much freedom. Well, it be doesn't. conscious of the freedom. It would have if yeah. I was trying to, if I had a goal where I was like, I'm trying to be this weight or do this thing, it would stress me out. Cause I'd be like, right. but now since I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to think about that for a while. I mean, you, you, you look fantastic as you always I do. I feel fine. I don't. And you have a great relationship and, you know, you really got things going well. <laughs> But um, what you do? But I. <laughs> the, What's that? It's fine. I mean, get the fuck out of here. What? I get you out look of here. Great. Look, I've like, got all my teeth. That's good. Your teeth look great. Praise Jesus. Yeah. And I got a. Sto- that was one of the stories I wanted to tell you. Is something happened with your tooth? Yeah. Okay. I wrote down to tell you because I feel like I forget them a lot. Well, also, Em and I just, you know, we had like a, we had private conversations. And I didn't tell. I didn't full gossip. Saved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we're like, we have to. Because this one wouldn't be one that I feel like, I mean, I know you'd be interested in it, but I feel like it's more one for the podcast. I mean. I want to know. Yeah, I'll t- so this was funny. Okay. So I get my teeth totally fixed, right? Like not a not a demi permanent. You got a permanent tooth. All my teeth are totally permanent except for one. When I went in, because the dentist. The front one. The, so it, before it was, hmm. I got the one that popped out that I was having problems with was on my left, a front tooth on the left side. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we're going to redo your veneers so this doesn't happen again. And I'm so lucky that. your teeth look a smile? Now they look fantastic. Well, this is just full trans. I mean, Whoever, I, smile. I mean, really, whoever did your teeth did such a great job. He, they look natural. They look so good. It's a place called Delaire Dental. And he is a, he's a surgeon, but he also specializes in like cosmetic dentistry. Yeah. And I just, I'm so grateful because, I mean, I, they were expensive and I'm so, I don't, if I had a kid or like any type of, like they. You don't have to make excuses. You paid money for something that's worth something to you. You I'm don't just, have to. But it's so hard. I mean, it's like, it's just dental stuff is so hard. Well, it's also something you're going through right now. Yeah. And it's just like. It, it's, it's everything. I get it. It's all consuming because it's your appearance. It's your person. It's everything. And it's like. I mean, last uh, this Saturday I was in Bloomington and I had a red eye flight and I was waiting in the lobby and the um intent the guy at the hotel was like, "Hey, you want to take some snacks?" And I was like, "Okay." So I take some snacks and then I didn't really look at him in the face and he was like, "I love comedy." And this was really beautiful. He was like, I live a really sad life and comedy makes me feel better. And I was like, thank you. Mm. And then he was like, yeah, take those snacks just so you know they're from me, not from Marriott. And then I was like, I got you, dude. Seconds later, the police show up and take him <laughs> away and he's arrested for 15 years. Right? He, but he opens his mouth. He had one tooth, Mateo. One on the bottom of his mouth. One. Not missing one. He had one. And I realized he wasn't even the front desk guy. I don't even know he worked there. No, he was the maintenance guy watching the front desk because it was like 2 a.m. Mm. And I was. He said to you, my life is sad. He goes, my life is really sad and and um, comedy you makes. You seem emotional right now. It was so sweet. Yeah. And then I was sitting there and he was like, I was like, thank you. And he goes, yeah. And I, he was like, I listen to podcasts. He's like, my mom's schizophrenic and my sister's really sick and I take care of both of them. Oh, Plus really? I have four kids. Oh, God. Yeah. At this point I was like, God, I hope my ride comes in. But also. Uh, I take back everything I said you know, earlier. I'm I, fine. Please I was, forgive me, Rebecca, for my behavior earlier. I was like, right? And I was like. And he was like, he was like, I'm trapped in my life because I have four kids. He's like, so comedy makes me feel better. And I was like, fucking thanks, man. And he was like, famous comics, not famous comics. And then he kind of looked at me and I was like, all right, buddy, like, let's, <laughs> fucking, let's put a, let's fucking put a tooth in it. <laughs> but he was really, really nice. But the, so the dental stuff, they redid the veneers. It's all permanent. One of them 
didn't fit. So it's not a place where I have a blank a hole. It's where I have a veneer, which is like a really whittled down, tiny little fang. So the day after there, I'm like waiting to get that made. I actually go in tomorrow morning to get that the permanent permanent one put in. The tooth, the fang one, it pops. The one temporary one left pops out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like putting fake stuff in to keep it cemented in and it's like working fine. And then I had a show. I got a, a, the day of I got a show. I was like, can you do this corporate show? It's going to be for five people at Tao restaurant. It's the CEOs of the company. Five people. Five people. And he was it was the day of he was like, will you come do it in this like back room at this fancy restaurant? You can bring a friend. So I, who are the five people want to go see a comedy show? Like there's five of you. They didn't want to see a comedy show. Well, then why are we doing this? It was a surprise. A By surprise the, for who? The eight, the guy, a guy that works there was like, I'm gonna surprise the CEOs at this dinner with a get comedian, a singer, get a, a get a stripper, a singer, like get something people like. Comedy for five people at Tao Tao. How do you say it? T A O. It's a fancy Tao. sushi place. Yeah, it's like, come on, what are we doing? We're all uncomfortable, all of us. I was like, and of course you said yes because it's course, money, right? Right. And it was like 5 p.m. on a Wednesday. I was like, God, be right there. Yeah. The sun's up. The sun is up. Oh, the indignity. So I put on a little blazer. And a blazer? Because I was like, what, you it's. Paul Poundstone? I don't fucking know. I've got all these weddings coming up. I just like steamed my, this little blazer. So I put on a little. Twe- it was like a tweed one. So I'm over it. Right. I go, the tooth is loose, but it's it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. No, 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 yes. no. So I get there early and God. they are like, oh, the, the CEOs of this company, it was a security firm. They're like, they're in the skybox. So I walk up and they don't even, they don't so even. So they're not even in front of you? They're like up in this private area, which must have been insanely expensive. But are there other people there? It's just the six CEOs. They're all facing each other. There's no way to perform for them unless you sit at the head of the table. So I get there and the contact that asked me to come isn't there yet. So I walk in and it's a surprise. So they don't know what I'm doing. So I just walk in and then there's a private bathroom there. I just walk into the bathroom. They don't even notice it. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then I text the guy. He's like, remember, no one knows that there's going to be that you're popping up. Why? So he's like, meet me downstairs. So I go downstairs and he's like, so I'm going to surprise them. They're having a big, really tense dinner about going public. Um, There's a lot of tension and they have a lot to talk about. So I want to interrupt them. I'm like, oh, he goes with you. Oh, there's no microphone. There's really loud music playing in the restaurant and the sound is going up in the skybox. And these people, I'm like, you never want to interrupt anybody. Especially with a no. And if they're in the heated conversation about going public with a business and they're millionaires, the last thing they need is a comedian being like, who wants to hear my jokes about planes? Yeah. And also, I'm like, if my tooth pops out during this time, but I didn't even think that would happen. I was like, if my tooth pops out during this time, these people are going to be so depressed because they're going to be like, this is so fucking sad. Like, who is this? <laughs> they don't know my story. Suddenly, you're giving them free snacks from the Marriott? Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm like, my life is really sad. <laughs> so, my friend, Andrew, who I could bring someone with me, he shows up. And he's like, he's like, this is crazy. And the guy goes, he's like, why you guys are waiting? He's like, he was like. Look, he's like, I didn't know quite when to put you on. I'm going to put you on right when the food comes. And I was like, I would advise against that because they're really going to be wanting to be eating. So if we 
get between them and the food that seems even worse and he was like okay well when should you go and i was like never is there i any should other? never go he was like give me 10 bucks for coming here and dealing we'll with you and we're calling it a day these people don't want me here they and don't and i saw from when i went up and they're in it i mean there re- there's one woman and they're okay. they were all like they're very in their conversation there was a guy with a scarf on he must have been the ceo or something i mean also that's okay. like, so much money i was like to have a scarf and he like you're I mean, you're so rich, you don't have uh, you don't have temperature. I don't know what the weather is because it's always the same temperature wherever I go. Rich, rich, money. And if my tooth pops out in front of of the queen, I feel like he'll think I'm like panhandling for a tooth, which I kind of was. So Andrew and I go gold tooth, any tooth, any tooth at all. Give me a fucking fingernail, I'll pop it in there. It's gold. Oh, it's my tooth. Please put your kneecap in. I don't give a fuck at this point. So Andrew and I go downstairs and the tooth is like literally getting looser. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Just like hold on tooth. And the guy's like, look, you guys. There's nothing to do. Like pop it in. I can. But if I talk, it like loosens it. But that's what you're. Mm-hmm. Also, there's no mic, so I'm about to be yelling. Wait, what? Yeah, there's no mic. There's no mic. Of course, there's no mic. Why? It was set up maybe for a dancer, like Are a you stripper. On, was it on punked? Were you on punked? Could have been. Should have been. Kutcher there? I wish. It's like punked, except for if you're like not f- famous enough at all for punked. It's just life, you know. Like, and but then he goes, he's like, you guys can order anything you want, anything. A cab. Any. <laughs> <laughs> An Uber, a limo, <laughs> Uber on the menu. A witness protection program. Please. I will order anything, anything. to yeah. get me out life. of here. Do you guys still do life? Anything, anything. So he was like, "You guys can order anything you want." So Andrew was like, "Let's like order a ton of stuff." And I was like, "Oh, I kind of just want to like like go once we're done." Yeah. But we ended up staying and ordering so much food. But he's like, "When I say ready, like come up, come up." So we get up. He's like, "Now, now." He's like, "Right, the food. They're waiting for the food." So they come, and he's like, "Okay, guys," and they're all like. Like, what? And he's like, so I have a surprise for you. And they're like, okay. And Andrew and I are sitting there like, it felt like a -a make-a-wish. Like, these two fucking psychotic kids wish that they could do, interrupt the CEO business meetings to do their comedy. child. (laughs) The tooth is still in at this point. So I'm like, I'm picture. So then he goes, you guys have to to do the show. You'll stand at the head of the table. And then Andrew will stand at the head of the other end of it. It was like a giant banquet table. So he's like, he does it. He's like, so guys, like, I have a surprise for you. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, we're going to do, I know it's tense in here. So we're going to do five minutes of comedy. And they're like, and then Andrew and I are like waving. And then Andrew goes up and there's no mic. So he talks to them for five minutes and does his stuff. They're laughing. But, like, I can they tell laughed? they don't. They did laugh. They did laugh. Okay. I'm so, I feel so dead. But they were disoriented. They were kind of like, what's going on? So they laugh at, laugh at Andrew. He, he does great. He kind of sets it up for me. And then I just, I'm like, do a hard five minutes. I'm like, really the projecting. Five minutes? Five minutes. That's I'm, okay. I'm That's like okay. hitting every word, projecting the last, like, minute my tooth pops out. Not doesn't fly across the table, but it hits my lip. So it's like, it's in my mouth. I take it with my tongue, put it to the side, perform the last minute with a snaggle tooth. And they're like, <clears throat> and then I go, thank you, good night. My tooth is okay and things will work out. Good luck. And then they're like, <clears throat> and Andrew was just like leaving. And then he goes, he's like, wait, you have, I thought your teeth got fixed. I'm like, yeah. They did! 
except one, but I've talked about it so fucking much that I don't even, I don't even know where to begin anymore. So I just kind of was hoping to not have to mention it. It was the last, and I could feel it like vibrating. So I did like the closing joke, and it just hit the back of the thing, and I just take it, and, go, and then all of a sudden the tooth is gone, and then it takes them a second to notice, and then you see them kind of being like, "Isn't that insane?" And then we go downstairs, and we had ordered before we went on, so now we're downstairs. We probably ordered, I'd say, five hundred dollars worth of sushi, and. Andrew was being really cute. I don't think he'd been to a fancy sushi restaurant before. He kept saying to the server, like, this is before we went on when I had all my teeth. He keeps going, oh, my God, I've never seen a menu like this. Oh, my God, like, this is so expensive. And I was like, no, you're not supposed to say that at fancy restaurants. Like, we're supposed to, like, keep it. He was like, this is amazing. Like, we'll have this, we'll have that, we'll have this. Then I come down with no tooth. So we look like, fuck, like, it's like, what they do to you up there? I'm like, I'm suing. (laughs) But it's like, they must have thought we were such country bumpkins that we were just like, hey, y'all, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Free food. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's what it felt like. And then we were also double checking. We were like, we don't have to pay for this, right? And the woman was like, no, no, this, you're on the skybox. And she was like, what do you guys do for them? And we were like, we did comedy. And she's like, okay, like, all right. Oh, Crazy. Take a break? All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Isn't that crazy? And I have a picture of it. Oh, we're back. I would love to see a picture of it. Oh, my God, Emma, that story is... You have to put that in your act. Emma, that is so... I would like to put more stories. You're like, I thought your tooth was taking care of that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is it. I just can't believe you went through that. So, this is before the tooth popped out. It's at the beginning of it, but you can see how they're sitting and where I was sitting. So, Andrew took this video. This is me talking to the CEOs. Oh, my God. It looks like I'm... Isn't that insane? It looks like I'm trying to make a deal with the end of the world. It was like... You Dark. look like you're on Shark Tank. It, yes. You look like you're like, hey, sharks. In the middle of their meal, you're like, hey, sharks, I got an idea. Can we invent teeth that stay in? Oh, Isn't that crazy? Maddening. And like, Emma, it, it's maddening. It's so funny. But th- could, could you picture like the oh, tooth popping out at the banquet table and it like going into one of their wine glasses or something? And they don't know the story. I mean, look at them. They, they are so like, just they're like, what? They're so confused. But the guy who had us. Did they us, laugh at all? They did, actually. The first four minutes, the first minute, they were like, oh, like I was like, fucking boom. And the, then it, the, so it was fine for three minutes. And then when I started feeling the tooth get loose, I started like talking a little different. And then when it was out, it was like, there was like a minute of confusion. And I was like, I will finish this fucking set. We, I was finishing it with a tooth in my cheek, like a chipmunk. So, but I didn't, I gaslit them. I didn't fucking address it. <laughs> what, what tooth problem? Of all the times. Of it all could, the times. It I mean, could have been four minutes before. It couldn't have th- been four minutes after. If it had happened four minutes before, that would have been awful too, because then I would have but had at least no tooth would have been, time. But, but at least you would have been true already there. True. And I could have addressed it and said, look, <laughs> I'm here for a reason. <laughs> Things, I had a really good three years. That was two years ago. And now I'm trying to get it together. So here we are at the sushi place. I need the cash. You're paying us in cash, right? All right. Did it and pay well? Maybe not good enough to justify that. No, it, yeah, it did. It did. It did. It did. It did. It did. <laughs> it did. And the guy who had us, we were like, he must be so 
powerful that they let him book stuff for the CEOs because like his dad owns the company or something because otherwise like you're fucking fired dude like you interrupted the dinner to bring on two comedians because you saw one of us at a bar show he saw, he saw me at a bar show like you're fired uh, the huge liability <laughs> huge I could have said anything you know what I mean like he could have been and he was like that was great that was really great I hope you had fun that was great <laughs> I was just like and we're just constantly humbled. It was so weird. Do you know what I mean? Like we're just no matter what with his career, it's like a constant humbling. Yeah. Like no, like you thought you were free. You thought those open mic days were over. Mm. Totally. To tell you go. Totally. To celeb- oh, the indignity. And I brought, um, I got my girlfriend some food too. Like I was like, I have a surprise for you. I brought her like all this sushi back, and she was like, Oh, I hate that place. <laughs> Well, it's for douchey people. That's what she said. Like, I thought yeah. it was so good. No, and I, in, uh, the food's good, but in LA, it was so like, good. it's literally like they have one and models. Is it a chain? And, yeah, mm. I thought it was. I thought it was so good, and I brought this all the sushi with me to my next spot. So I had like three hundred dollars worth of sushi at the fucking stand to a side. Bring it to her, and she was like, "Oh, that place. I hate that place." I have. I have a bit of a story for you. Gossipy story. Ooh, yes. So I did this Netflix as a joke festival, which yes. was fun. It was really great, and um, they did this show, and it was a really special show that Wanda Sykes and Paige uh, put on, which they were celebrating. It, it was a, it was a recording, so it was at the Greek Theater, which is like seven thousand people. Wow, seven thousand. Seven thousand. That's a big theater. Big th- it's outdoors. It's like an amphitheater, like Whoa. A Greek theater. and it was great because it was like every seven thousand. Yeah, they brought in all these queer comics. Right. It was like legendary, like Sandra Bernhard, Margaret Cho, Wanda yep. Sykes. T- um, they, Lily Tomlin came out to like yep. say something. Uh, but there was like Bob the Drag Queen, Trixie Mattel, River yep. Butcher, blah, blah. So we did this thing. Everybody but me. I know. It really, I, really, I think it's because I think that they would, even though May Martin and I are so different, I think they wouldn't have us because visually it's the same. Also, I don't have like a big representation now. So I don't have someone that could be like, if you have this famous person, you also need to put in this person. True. Or who knows? True. Who knows? No, I know. Anyway. Should I not talk about it? I no, please. Like, Go for it. Well, I just want to say there was, like most gay things, whenever, like from like at the bar industry, like at a drag show, a, a local drag show, something always goes awry. Mm. Right? So this show was going to start at 7, and it went on till 11.30. Did it start at 7? It started a little late, but it was amazing to be on stage Ooh, with all these people. Ooh, that's a long people. time. Yeah. Yes. I got to see Joel Kambooster and right. Guy Branham and all these Lily people. Lily Tomlin, seen. that's amazing. That's a, yeah. That is really... It wasn't... Ro- didn't you and say Tim Rosie? And was there. Yes. So yes. that's what we're going to yes. get to. So we had this whole plan that we were going to sing this song. Me, Trixie, Judy Gold, Bob the Drag Queen, and Rosie. What a great fucking dynamic duo. Right. Because... And Fortune Feimster. Yeah. Because that's like... Judy Gold is so different from Fortune, who's so different from you, who's so different from Bob, who's so different from... Rosie. And who can sing besides you? Like, who has a natural singing voice? Well, Trixie's a great singer. Okay. But I... Yes, I'm a trained singer. Literally an yeah. opera. So they were they were going to do this thing. We we're going to do Seasons of Love from Rent. You know, 525,600 minutes. And so we were going to do 525,600 gays. Yep. It was for the no gay, don't say gay bill. Yeah. We were going to say gay as in many ways as we could. That's funny. Right, funny and like Lots a, of ways a, to say a, it. a strong message, you know. So we rehearse it. Judy Gold did the piano. She can do piano? Yeah, oh, she's a great piano We got to have her on the show. Oh, she'd be great. She's so funny. And then we had the gay men's choir there. And so we, yeah. we showed... What's the gay, gay men's choir? A gay men's choir. Oh, that's just the name of it and what <laughs> yeah. it is? All right. They're just a bunch of gay men who sing. And they're great. And they're very creative, And um, 
So we went the day before and rehearsed for like three hours, mm-hmm. like blocking everything, getting everything in, like where are we going to stand? Trixie flew in from London early so that we could do this and all that. Then the next day we came back in. So we were going to film at seven. Most people were getting there at five. Me and Bob and Trixie had to get there at one. Wow. So we get there at one and then we're there all day, right? So we rehearsed this whole song. And then we were going to do a second song where Rosie was going to do uh, with Cindy Lauper. Gays just want to have fun instead of girls just want to have fun. That's fun. Now, last minute, Cindy Lauper couldn't do it. There was oh, something damn. happened. She couldn't do it. So it was just Rosie. So I got she to maybe meet- was protesting. I follow her on Instagram and she's been at the protests. She might have been. She's this is been- before, I think, right before the Roe versus Way. Oh, okay. Um, th- that story broke. Uh, but, but anyway, so Rosie, I got to meet Rosie O'Donnell, who, of course, is like a huge fan of like, mm-hmm. I got to talk about Barbara Streisand. And um, so Rosie was going to play the drums. So we rehearsed this whole thing, right? But everyone agreed the seasons of, of Gay was just better. Like, we, it kept being messy during rehearsal for the. It's not a song that a bunch of people can really sing to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we decided last minute during the show, because the show was running so long, we had to cut seasons of gay. So like, we're going to just do seasons or we're just going to do gays just want to have fun. We're like, okay, that's fine. You're with Rosie and everything. it's going to be fun anyway. Right. So, so we go out there and they're like, literally like Wanda was like, like we were like, running out there because audience we had, is there they're like gonna shut the lights off because we're filming so late so like me fortune wanda um judy uh and rosie playing the drums so they send out these giant beach volleyballs giant like the size of this room out into the audience this is seven thousand queer people do you think queer men or queer women a lot a mix okay. a lot but just a lot of gay men Okay. With a lot of like, ah, as it Hilarious. came out. Hilarious. So these balls, which are supposed to be bouncing around, start bouncing back to the stage. So we're in the middle of singing and suddenly I'm like <laughs> defending Rosie. Because Rosie, by the way, didn't even budge. She's just standing there on the drums. A huge ball is coming at her like like a medieval time like like look out rosie so like she's coming and i'm like it hits her drum set half the drum set falls she doesn't budge she's still playing and i'm like throwing the ball back like get it together gays (laughs) now you're actually doing volleyball literally and then everyone else is like gays just wanna (laughs) have fun i mean like such a mess and then these balls are bouncing everywhere and like trixie is like am i in an acid dream what is (laughs) what's happening the gay choir behind us and the balls flying how many balls then they start then they shoot confetti so now there's confetti giant balls rosie's whole i'm like trying to pick up this drum set rosie didn't even look down i'm like did someone wind you up like she didn't even flinch she's like and she was in sandals i mean you know it's like we were what is going on so that was the end of that show that's, that's how insane. the show ended i was just like this is a mess but how many balls i mean it felt like thousands more than two like probably like 15 to 20 i mean enough and like the audience is ah! just you could hear shrieks of gay men like I mean, the ball should not be flying back towards the performers. That's I blame the lesbians for that. I think the gay, I think the gay men were like, like I get away," and the lesbians are like, "Spike!" Like they're like fucking taking it way too seriously, like like nailing it. Like you see that, babe? Like spiking it. That's so. That's such a funny visual. I hope that that gets in the. I hope so too. I literally Trixie texts me the next morning. She goes, "Was that a fever dream? (laughs) What happened to it? It was. I was standing next to Wanda Sykes." And Rosie O'Donnell, and you could see That's Wanda so- being like, "We got to wrap this up because right. they're going to shut the lights off." Sure. So she's like, yeah, gays want to have fun. Everyone get right, off the right. fucking stage. She's running a show, right? 
Oh my god. 7,000 people is that's a lot of people to coordinate with something like balls. Yeah. They should not have thrown balls out to a that's bunch so of funny. Men. That's so funny. That's so funny. It was funny. like a panic room. That's <laughs> <laughs> people were like just said never just like maybe in the audience they didn't see it but on stage right. it was like this is chaos also probably they wanted to be watching you like this is an amazing thing to witness so like yeah, a ball's watching- in your face you're like get it out of here yes. that's probably more what it was get it away like i want to see yeah they were like ah. yeah <laughs> so literally watching one coming after i like saved rosie's life that's how i felt <laughs> it's like this ball's coming after rosie o'donnell no she's my child i can't believe she can play the drums she plays the drums wow she plays the drums judy gold plays the piano and who tracy knew? played guitar who knew and solomon georgia was there who i am obsessed with and sam jay was there great. and i really got to catch up with joel kim booster that's we great got to, i met his boyfriend and it was just so nice to like catch up with all these wonderful people totally that's one thing that's nice about doing festivals and doing like you're just like festivals and like big shows like that it, sometimes all of a sudden you're just like put together and it feel, it's almost like a summer camp and usually you stay it at felt the good it felt like a nice. family reunion yeah like, like i haven't seen river butcher and i can't we started together i mean him and i started in Chicago, I think right. literally the same week. And then all of a sudden, we're there next to right. each other. And he was also really sentimental, too. Like, we it's were both nice. just like, I love you so much. And you're usually alone on the road or with your, like, opener yeah. or whoever. Because I was in, this past weekend, I, I did the Austin Festival, the festival in Austin that you were at that we talked about. And then I was in, this weekend, I was oh, in Bloomington. So it was where like, I was calling people out right and left. It was like, I was, my hotel room was right next to Ashley Gavin. We were right next to Kate Pluvio. Irene, too, was there. So we were, like, having meals together. I kept Ashley and I, I'm like giving Ashley my SIM card. She's letting me use her tripod. Like, it's just like nice. It's nice to be with other comics. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I feel sh- bad I was complaining earlier. I'm sorry. Don't, I don't fucking complain. I complain all day. Every I day. know, but my, my schedule is so crazy that like I get overwhelmed. And I'm then so, I, I, I feel it. I totally, I so, feel it. Rebecca, I do feel, you forgive me? I feel so overwhelmed. I love how um, I don't even, I'm not even mean about anything either. I'm fear based and overwhelmed. And I f- I'll feel bad about this for weeks, by the way. <sighs> All right, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to let's promote some shows and let's promote some shows on the road. Let's promote. I just promoted today, as a matter of fact. Uh, You go first. Okay. I, okay. I'm going to another wedding this weekend. No, I'm sorry, not this weekend. (laughs) Got confused. May 26th, I'm going to be in Portland, Oregon. Low ticket alert. How that's so nice to get to say. Low ticket alert for the Helium Comedy Club in Oregon. Portland, Oregon. I'm going to be there one night only. It's a great club. It's a great club. Two shows or one? I'm doing one show, so yes. I have a. I'm in doing a wedding in Portland, not performing at it. There's I'm an like, air conditioner right on you on the stage, so wear something warm. Okay, great to know. I did that. Actually, I lost my voice. They really? Work on that. Yeah, because I was literally standing on the stage, and it's a blowing air conditioner, and I lost my voice. I'm shocked. Someone Same. Had, interesting. So I'm doing that. Um, I'm going to the wedding. So I was like, I messaged. I was like, could I, I'd like to do a night there because I get in early and then we set it up. So um, one night only, low ticket alert, which I'm really excited about. Uh, and then I'm going to be in Orlando, Florida, doing a pride show June 3rd. The tickets are on my website. June 3rd, I'm doing an hour for a pri- Orlando Pride, fucking gay Pride, something, something bonanza. And then June 10th and 11th, I'm going to be at the Denver Improv, which is going to be a lot of fun, Denver Improv. Then I'm doing secret shows in San Francisco where I'm working on all new material. If you're in San Francisco and you want to see me working on stuff, message me on Instagram. I'll tell you the location. It's a secret. I'm going to be there all week. And then... um yeah, and then I'll be in uh, uh, Washington, C, Washington, D.C., July 7th through 9th. 
and Chicago, July 21st through 23rd, and Des Moines, Iowa, July 29th and 30th. All of this information is on my website, imemmawillman.com. And I will be, oh my God, I just turned my phone off. I'm an idiot. Okay, I will be, when does this come out? This Thursday? Oh, I'll be in Nashville this weekend. It might be already sold out, but... It come if it's not May twentieth and twenty first Nashville Zanies, uh, June. 20th. Such a nice room. You're gonna have so much fun. I've and never hot- done it. I'm really excited. The hotel they put you. At, I just did it once for a podcast. The hotel they put you at. It's really nice. It's just like nice. We added shows to La Jolla on June twenty fourth and twenty sixth, and then Miami July twenty second and twenty third, and then uh, August twentieth twenty second p-town and yeah i mean that's good that's gonna be so fun to be in p-town i can't wait that's gonna be so i wish you're trying to convince rosebud to come with me she's never been i was like it's so good time i wish you were there august 12th and 13th because i'm gonna be in cape cod with family and i would bring my family to see you but work you're not all right all right thank you guys Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.